You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Sometimes you get the wrong notion that because that person seems so confident and full of faith and courage and always out there fighting the Goliaths, that they don't feel the same pain you feel. That is a lie. That's a lie. I feel the exact same pain you do. I get discouraged just like you do. I have fear at times to share Christ because I don't want to be ridiculed. I don't want to be talked about. I want to be cool. I want to be accepted. And you stick a pin in my arm, I feel the exact pain that you feel if you stick a pin in your arm. No one is immune from the struggles and suffering this life brings. As Pastor Danny points out in today's message, church leaders, himself included, are susceptible to doubt and fear. No matter how long you walk with Christ, those things will creep in and try to rob you of the joy and fulfillment that Jesus wants you to have. That's where faith and fellowship go hand in hand. When you find yourself in that valley, seek out brothers and sisters who can lift you up and be ready to do the same for them. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 1, with today's edition of The Living Word. Then he went on again and went on again, and I said, wait a minute, have you ever read the Bible? He says, no, I've never read it. I said, well, you're stupid. You're stupid to have such a strong opinion about a book that you have never read. And now we're bosom buddies. He got up, he gave me some choice words that I cannot repeat here. And then he stormed off. And now we're sitting there, and I mean, it was just awkward. And his wife is sitting there embarrassed, and she finally got up and said, see ya. <laughs> so I don't know what she said. And then I'm sitting there with my wife and my friends. My wife's been kicking me under the table, you know, because she knows where I'm headed with this thing. And I just kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. Finally, I got up just after a few seconds, got up, and I went in the parking lot to try to find this guy and his wife to apologize. I couldn't find them, and I felt awful. I went to bed that night, and I thought, you're a pastor, and you just called a guy a hypocrite, and you also called him stupid. One of my friends said, yeah, you called him stupid twice. (laughs) Then we get in the car, and our friends are meeting us at the event, and my wife's with me in the car, and so on the way to the event, I'm thinking, and I'm starting to justify it. I'm starting to think, well, maybe he needed somebody to call him a hypocrite. Maybe he needed somebody to call him stupid. Maybe nobody, he said nobody's ever done that. He said, especially a pastor. And I started thinking, well, John the Baptist, when they came out to be baptized, and he said, you brood of vipers, you bunch of snakes. Jesus certainly wasn't kind to the Pharisees. I mean, he, he said, you've whitewashed tombs. You clean the outside, but on the inside, you're full of greed and self-indulgence. Paul the apostle uh, said to the high priest, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. And then he realized it by the high priest, and he apologized for addressing the high priest that way. But, but there are situations where even godly people have said things that weren't very nice. And so I'm struggling with this thing. I'm struggling. I'm feeling awful. And then on the other side of me, I'm going, well, I felt like the Lord wanted me to say that to the guy. So I get up Saturday morning, have my devotions, have my time of prayer, have my time of Bible reading on my own. And I'm using two different devotionals after my time in the Word. I'm using two different devotionals. One's a brand new one given to me by my friend. And then even though I've been through this one many times before, 
I felt led to use this again, My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. Great devotional. And so you go to the date and you get this, get this. Our Lord must be repeatedly astounded at us, astounded at how unsimple we are. It is opinions of our own which make us stupid. It's right there. It is opinions of our own that make us stupid. Now, I'm still not 110% confident the Lord said that to me, but I sure was encouraged. How can you make that up? What's the point? How are we going to land this thing? Back to the text. We've got to finish the text. You know what Paul does after he exhorts and encourages Timothy? Look at verse 11. And of this gospel I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. That's why I'm suffering as I am. Yet I'm not ashamed because I know whom I've believed, and I'm convinced that he's able to guard what I've entrusted to him for that day. What you heard from me, keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including Phagelus and Hermogenes. Evidently, Phagelus and Hermogenes were so committed that they were surprised. Paul was surprised that they deserted him. Did you catch what he's saying in these few verses? The first ten verses, he exhorts Timothy, he encourages him. You fan into flame the gift of God that's in you. Because I know you're real. I know your faith is sincere. I know you're really a Christian. Timothy, and he exhorts him to get back out there, get back on the front lines. And then you know what he does here? He gives himself as an example. And what he's saying to Timothy is, Timothy, I know what you're feeling. Don't you think I don't know what you're feeling? I know what it is to feel alone. I don't know what it is to feel deserted. You know, sometimes you look at people with different personalities and different makeups, and Timothy and Paul were very different. And Timothy might have been tempted to look at Paul and say, I could never be like him. He's so bold. He's so strong. He's so courageous. I could never be like him. And sometimes you get the wrong notion that because that person seems so confident and full of faith and courage and always out there fighting the Goliaths, that they don't feel the same pain you feel. That is a lie. That's a lie. I feel the exact same pain you do. I get discouraged just like you do. I have fear at times to share Christ because I don't want to be ridiculed. I don't want to be talked about. I want to be cool. I want to be accepted. And you stick a pin in my arm, I feel the exact pain that you feel if you stick a pin in your arm. Now notice how he closes it. This is fascinating to me. Verse 16, may the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus. You ever heard a message on Onesiphorus? I ought to do one sometime. Because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he came to Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well in how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. You read the ministry of Paul and you find times where an angel of God would actually appear to him and encourage him. Paul, don't be afraid. Keep on speaking in the city because i got a lot of people here. And so Paul stayed a year and a half in that city because God promised him through this angel that he wasn't going to get beat up. You want to stay a long time there, as long as you can. I've never had an angel appear to me. I know I have angels. We all do. Every one of us has at least one angel that God's assigned to us. That's what Scripture talks about. But I've never seen an angel. I, I long to. But you know where my encouragement has come from? 
other Christians, other saints. I want to be an encourager because my God is an encourager. Paul needed encouragement just as much as Timothy needed encouragement. Let me blow your mind. Did you know Jesus needed encouragement? You know, after the temptation in the wilderness, 40 days, you know what the Bible tells us after that temptation? Angels came and ministered to him. They encouraged him. You know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he prayed, Father, if there's any way, let this cup pass from me, yet not my will. And then he sweat as though it were great drops of blood. And after that experience, here's what it says, angels came and ministered to him. Even Jesus, because he's God-man, he needed encouragement. Here's how we're going to close, very simply. I want you to just be honest. Because, listen, every single one of us gets discouraged. And there are all kinds of different reasons you can be discouraged. You can be discouraged because you blew it. You can be discouraged because you failed. You can be discouraged because you lost someone that you love in life. You lost a spouse. You lost a son. You lost a daughter. You lost a mom or a dad. Lots of different reasons to be discouraged. You could be discouraged because in your calling, in the ministry God's called you to right now, it's been tough lately. So tough that you've actually cried more than once, like Timothy. Lots of different reasons to be discouraged, and all of us get discouraged. There's no shame in being discouraged as long as we don't continue to be discouraged because God's an encourager. I'm going to say one last word that I think the Lord wants to say, and I'm not going to prolong it. The most common way God encourages us as Christians is not by angels appearing to us. Now, maybe you've had an angel appear to you. Praise the Lord if you have, but I never have. The most common way God encourages us is through other believers. Now listen, as we leave, God wants to say to some Christian, and maybe several of you today, you know, all you're doing is coming and attending church, and you can be encouraged just by coming to the church service. Hebrews talks about that. Encourage one another, and don't forget, forsake the meeting together, the assembling of yourselves together. God wants us in relationship with other Christians. Get involved with some ministry. Get involved with some life group. Get involved with some small group Bible study, okay? so that you can not only be encouraged, because Jesus wants to always encourage us, but sometimes he can't get to us, because the most common way to get to us is through another believer. But he not only wants to encourage us, he wants us to become encouragers. And that word is used in so many ways. It's used to meet a financial need. It's used to come alongside to assist. It's used to just speak a word that's the word they needed to hear for that moment. It's used in lots of different ways, lots of ways we can encourage one another. The book of 2 Timothy finds its author at the end of his time on earth. The Apostle Paul had served the Lord faithfully, traveling countless miles and facing all kinds of situations and persecutions, always presenting the gospel message in truth and love. Paul began many churches and trained many leaders, one of whom this letter was addressed to, Timothy. Paul used his pen to encourage this young leader, but also to remind him that though death may be near, the work of the ministry wasn't over. Paul had more to do, and he planned to continue until he met his Savior face to face. No matter where you are in your life at this moment, God is calling you to continue serving. You have a purpose on this earth, and you can always make a difference. 
Your circumstances may shift and your body may age, but your Savior and His message have never changed. Continue to fight the good fight, as Paul puts it, and finish your life strong in your faith. We're so glad that you joined us today for Pastor Danny's message in the book of 2 Timothy. If you'd like to hear more teachings from the Living Word, visit ccfstpete.church. We'd also love to meet you. So if you're in the area, come be a part of our weekly gatherings at Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Petersburg, Florida. We meet Saturday at 6 p.m. and again on Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Join us for a time of fellowship and Bible study, digging into God's Word as a collective group of imperfect believers. Find out more at our website, ccfstpete.church. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to The Living Word. 